Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast this week, everyone. How's everyone doing? It is a Monday, January. Let me gut checks notes here. It is Monday, January 9th, 2023. How is everyone doing? My name is Richard Blosser, the host of this podcast, um, the podcast devoted to the Hershey Bears affiliate of the Washington Capitals and part of the Hockey Podcast Network. So hope everyone has had enjoyed your first normal weekend of 2023. It's getting to be all-star season, boys and girls. And if you came to this podcast to hear a comprehensive breakdown of selections, breakdown of every single selection of this year's all-star classic to be held in, checks notes, uh, Sunrise, Florida, in South Florida. If you came for that, you're in the wrong place because, um, yeah. Okay, quick take here. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of the NHL All-Star game, at least not recently. Sure, when I was a kid in the early to mid-90s and I got my first exposure to the NHL, sure, the All-Star weekend is a fun little weekend full of skills, competitions, and the greatest players on the ice, defense optional, booga, booga, booga. But the more and more you learn about the ins and outs of the world, uh, the the All-Star weekend basically is to appease the NHL's corporate overlords. That's all it really is. To the city that hosts it, fine. Here's a patch. Here's a team. Here's a game. Whatever. Go. Have fun. I'd love to see the NHL do what the ECHL does. Do the game and the skills competition all in one game. Well, how do they do that? Simple. They play uh, multiple periods where the players go against each other in the tournament thing. 
but the clock is continuous. Clock doesn't stop for a goal. Actually, clock continues to run. After a goal, you spot the puck to the goalie, and away you go. But that's a subject for another show. We're not talking about the NHL. We're talking about American Hockey League, and we're talking about the Hershey Bears, who return this week after having a week off. Enjoy that break now, boys, because you only get one more coming out of the AHL's All-Star Weekend to be held in Laval. Because it's time to get to work, boys. You want to keep that first place spot there in the Atlantic? Gotta work for it. Gotta earn it. And the boys were back at it on a Sunday as the Hershey Bears welcomed the Charlotte Checkers into town. Charlotte on the tail end of a 3-5, spending two games up in Wilkes-Barre, splitting both games up there in Wilkes-Barre, Scranton. But before the game started on Saturday, we got some very interesting news that the Capitals are getting healthy and they get two big names back in their lineup. Tom Wilson and Nikolai Backstrom, number 19, are back in the lineup. Cool. What does that mean for the Bears? Well, ahead of Saturday's game, Alexi Protas was sent down to Hershey. That's right. Along with Big Beck earlier last week, we now got Protoss back. Line mate for Das Wunderkind, Connor McMichael. You know, kind of what we should have had last year because of injuries and COVID. But no, I'm not bitter. We should have had them. But no, they get sent down to us. All right. All right. And then we learned Saturday, Joe Snively got put on waivers. Oh, my goodness. I mean, think about it with this team. The weapons we already have right now. Vecchione, Scarbosa, Ethan Frank, the diamond in the rough of a fine that Ethan Frank has become our precious baby boy growing up. And Henrik Rybinski being the small Patuan that he is and finding the talent that's really contributed this season. And we're starting to get reinforcements from the Capitals. Das Wunderkin is down here doing good work down here. And the way this team's played to put themselves in a good first place winning position. And you want to give us Joe Snively another offensive threat? Sure. Let's put IMDBs on a battle cruiser. Oh boy. Oh boy. And especially if Sam Ennis comes back and this team gets really healthy and we could get a really offensively powered squad. And with the gold tandem that we have, could we really put a 12th in the Raptors? We could take a... I'm getting ahead of myself but how good could we be and i'll be as ready as i'll ever okay all right i'm getting ahead of myself we're not even at the halfway point yet i'm getting ahead of myself but anyway it's good to see that we are getting proper reinforcements sonny milano gonna come back down no no we're not gonna see him again he's playing well up there he's up in dc go have fun you and your great hair so with Protoss coming back down too, and the Bears heading back at it on a hol- after a holiday break. It's time to go back at it. And Charlotte has been good, but on the road, they haven't exactly been the best. They are a team that plays really well at Bojangles, but struggles when they come here north of the Manson-Nixon line. So we were like, all right, scheduled loss. This could be scheduled loss. Charlotte's going to come in on a back-to-back with travel, tail end of a road trip, Bears, Fresh, healed, healthy. Let, let's let take it to these guys. This is Charlotte. I'm getting tired of beating up by Charlotte. 
and the first period gets underway. Good, healthy crowd on a Sunday night at Giant Center in the 40s, finally getting January weather down down here. And and it's um it's a bit of a slog to start. Um it's 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 a little rough to start. Shots are low to start the game. Charlotte's really clogging up that neutral zone. The Bears just can't get their transition game going. Their counterattack is not working. And, um, I, uh, okay, okay, okay. We, we got some, um, um, some issues to work through. It's just holiday rust. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. It's a good energetic crowd. It's Zach Fukali versus Alex Lyon. What is this, 2018? But we'll get this. We'll get this. We'll be fine. Um, Oreo has a puck down low. Throws it out in front and right to the stick of number 23. But number 23 plays for the the checkers. Comes in in front, shoots and scores. Alexi Heponiemi, the hippo, scores. 1-0. Okay. Yep, that sucked. Bad turnover. Turns into a goal. Great. Great. Checkers get on the board. It's one nothing, And the Bears, but these two start to battle back. Hendricks, Lapierre gets a pass from Aaron Ness. Comes into the zone on the circles. Looks at Lyon. Shoots. He scores! Hendricks, Lapierre gets off the schneid. Skates over. Fist bumps into the board. Good to get him back on the scoring train. Hendricks, Lapierre. His ninth of the season, his first goal since Thanksgiving. God bless us one and all. Aaron Ness, his eighth assist of the season, and we are tied at one. Yes. Nice job getting after Charlotte. And in comes the second period. Okay, now we've gotten our holiday legs going. We've gotten that ham and holiday holiday chocolate through our system. And all right, let's get into it and let's and let's uh Get neutral zone clogged up. Um, stick passes not connecting. Puck getting lost in skates. Uh, slow on transition. But here comes Connor McMichael. And on a breakaway, nothing. Nothing. Misses. And again, just can't get a good transition going. Connor McMichael. And again, second breakaway. Second time. Nope. Nope. Okay. Okay, on the penalty kill. Stolen. Connor McMichael again. Third time. Das Funderkin. He's got it this time online. Comes in and shankopotamus it wide. Okay. Okay. Um Connor. Connor. Been doing any training during during um during the holidays there, buddy boy? Or were you busy off busy off watching the, the world juniors and Connor Bernard? But as as fun as I'm trying to make this, everyone, the second period was a great big bat vat of nothing. The second period was nothing but capital B boring. And what I'm telling you, it was holiday rust. Puck and skates. Aaron passes. Pucks over sticks. Nothing was connecting or going right. And it's 1-1 going into the third. Late into the third. And nothing can get this going. A couple of iffy calls here and there, but things were right. And Charlotte gets a power play late after Massey shoves a guy down, and yeah, that's a penalty. And the Bears, uh, as, as 
Charlotte works it around the board or just works it around the boards. Back up front to Cameron Morrison. All alone in the high slot. Rister deflection scores! Who's got Cameron Morrison in the slot? You just let number 19? Who's that? Is that? Let's see. Looks at phone. That was Santu Kinnunen. Kinnunen. K-I-N-N-U-N-E-N. You ask somebody spell that in the National Spelling Bee. But yeah, Cameron Morrison. Deflection in front. Nobody around him. You know, we got four guys out there on the ice, and Morrison's just like, I'm right here. Into the net. Yep. Now, now they have the lead. Now they have the lead. <laughs> guys, come on. Let's go on this. Let, let, let's giddy up, up, up. Come on. You can do this. You can take it. But no, Charlotte just, 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 just closes it. Closes this thing out. Bears pull Zach Fukali with two and a half minutes to go, but can't even get an entry. Alexi Optiniemi just slaps the puck away at the, at their blue line. In comes Riley Nash, center ice, throws it into the net. They score. 3-1. We're done here. We're done. We're done. I'm in John Tapper mode tonight. Congratulations, you blow it. I'm shutting this place down. Shut her down. We're done here. Shut her down. Clock runs out and Bears lose and fall to the checkers. Three to one. And um, three stars of the night. Hendricks LaPierre gets third for the Bears, getting the only goal of the night. Cameron Morrison with the game winner. And Alex Lyon... Just comes out, eh, whatever, we're going home, scoreboard bitches, lying out. God, he's a prick, but he's a Calder Cup champion now. God, but he's so damn talented. Alex Lyon, 24 for 25, gets first star, jerk. And Bears come out flat after the holidays. Plain and simple. That's what it was. I'm not going to be too critical of the squad, but th- th- this was a, a team that Charlotte, we say scheduled losses a lot. They went up and won in Wilkes-Barre. He- not heavy travel, but still travel back down to play Hershey, who's rested off of a holiday, and just nothing clicks. Sure, we have guys coming off the holiday, new bodies coming in. It'll take time to gel. But this is a team you could have been, you could have beaten, and maybe should have been. Perhaps you should have been. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. I know. I don't like to deal in that. And I know there are some people that don't like to either. It just, it doesn't look good. And Providence earlier in the day, come on, stupid phone, beat Bridgeport in Bridgeport to reclaim the top spot in the Atlantic Division. So, this is what it's going to be. It's Hershey, Providence, and everybody else in the Atlantic. Two good teams, two heavyweights, duking it out. Almost destined to play each other in early May. Oh boy. That's what it could be. But, as we hit Sunday afternoon, we were waiting. What was going to happen with Joe Snively? Could he get plucked on waivers? Could he? Well, good news? He didn't. He didn't. Snively was reassigned to Hershey. Didn't play Sunday. 
And so me and the boys got to thinking, you know, the Capitals, they're going to be sellers most likely at the trade deadline. They want to get some guys off the books because about half of the Capitals squad are expiring contracts. And I'll discuss this with Corey over the next couple weeks. But me and the guys were talking. The Capitals are probably going to look to move some guys at the trade deadline. Don't be surprised if the Bears get in on this. We have bodies to spare. We do. Even on the AHL deals, we got guys to spare to ship out. And the trade deadline could come at the Bears' expense. And one body that Capitals fans want moved, and I don't blame them, is Anthony Mothanananananananana. A guy who was brought, they swallowed a hefty contract deal who's got two years left. Next year, he's an expiring. And you'll want to get six mil off the books. The Caps need to get money off the books. If they, because they're, the Capitals' sole goal right now is to make sure Ovechkin gets that goal record. <clears throat> he has three years to do it. And he's gonna. He's gonna. My eyes are not blinded by pride. He's going to. But that's the Capitals' sole goal. Cups don't matter. And before all of you start typing out in the comments, oh, well, everybody wants to to win a cup. I've kind of talked to Caps faithful. They are much more concerned about Ovechkin getting the goal record than winning a number Stanley Cup. They got their one, and they're more than content with it. So it's time to put some guys around him that maybe get a little younger, get a little cheaper, get some of these contracts and some of these guys off the books. And we were like, okay, so who do you get dealt? Because teams like Anaheim and Arizona could be good options. I doubt Capitals want to deal in their own division. And we were thinking that it wouldn't surprise us that, let's say, you could possibly ship out, um, ship out, uh, let's say, Mothina. Let's say, send him to Anaheim. Send him to Anaheim. And in return, the Capitals probably get... Um, one of their second rounders, second or third rounders, uh, a prospect, and say, let's say, bring bring Brett Leeson back, and fifty percent of salary retention, which means Anaheim takes about uh, da, 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 three to five million of it, pay off this year's and half of next year's in capitals, take five three to five million in dead cap, which means money you just pay out somewhere else that doesn't go anywhere. So that could happen. Um, I'm not saying it will. It's just other those things. It's just it's just these are things that could happen. Fifty percent cap retention. Gonna learn. Gonna need to learn it because you're gonna hear a lot of it once we get past the All Star break. Arizona could be another team in the mix of possibly uh, getting one of their prospects over and getting an Arizona uh, pick. In fact, they actually had the Capitals late second round pick as part of the uh, Larson deal two years ago. But let's say ship um, Mothana down there. They could use some winger help down there. And then maybe a prospect from them and 50% retention as well. Or if you find a sucker enough, somebody who takes on the entire contract. Who knows? But these are fun little draft trade talks that we like to do. Some people have made a, a career living off of it. I'm looking at you, Bill Simmons. And I mean that in the most complimentary way possible. 
That's just what the man does, and he's good at it. But this is something we may want to look at because, again, we could have guys dealt. Connor McMichael could get moved. Protoss could get moved. Shane Gersich, who's on an AHL deal, teams trade in the AHL too. That is very much possible. Logan Day could get moved. So it might be one of those years where you hold your breath and make a wish at the trade deadline. But how did the Bears do on a Sunday tilt at Giant Center? We'll take a look at that right after this. Hey, Bears fans. It is one of... It is a new year, but the NFL is up and running and the playoff picture is getting locked and loaded. And my go-to place for all of the lovely wild card action starting at 4 o'clock on Saturday and going all the way to Sunday night is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wild card round this weekend. Just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you get a free bet back up to $10. Action so good, why bet on the NFL playoffs anywhere else? Now, me now, me personally, I Tried to indulge in a bit of the sports books when I was out there in Vegas. And DraftKings, much like there are other sports books out there, DraftKings, you may have to enter a little bit of information out there, but the information and bets that they put out on their website and app is great stuff. Make sure you go out there to check it out. Me personally, with all the emotion that's out there, I might put a little money on the Buffalo Bills. Perhaps. It's not like I'm going to go out there and bet on Tom Brady. Ha! Anyway, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 250 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Sorry, new script, trying. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. She's C. Show notes in the details. Uh, new script, everyone, but hey, we got through it, didn't we? And now, on with the show. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. Thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook, the sponsor of this podcast. Necessary evil, everyone, has to be done. So, let's get into Sunday, cruddy Sunday. Um, as yours truly did a little hockey double dipping on a Sunday, went there um, to, on noon to see the Hershey Cubs game take on the Connecticut Junior Rangers. They lost, say la vie, but it was good to see um, some afternoon hockey at the old barn. Unfortunately, might be the last one I get to see of them this season um, just because, well, they have no home games in the month of February and March begins their playoffs. So, Cubs may have been fun while it lasted, and we'll just see where this goes. But on a Sunday, the cap, the Capitals, what am I saying? The Bears welcomed the Syracuse Crunch, their old rivals, on the 81, who traveled way down to take on the Bears. And, you know, all of you can remember in the 
mid-2010s when the Crunch were really, really good. When Uncle Steve Yeiserman loaded this farm club. And they made two Calder Cup final runs there in the 2010s. Losing to Grand Rapids both times. But the Crunch, they're still formidable. Up there in Ogatona County War Memorial, still a tough place to play. But sure, some of you remember the uh, the Joel Reckless fighting days against Pierre-Luc LeBlanc and the orange jerseys of the Crunch. So yeah, um, it's it's still a rivalry, even though the teams don't see each other as much as much as they usual. Hashtag more Syracuse. Anyway, the Bears are at it on a Sunday, and Protoss is back in the lineup wearing number 40. Big Beck is in the lineup. No Joe Snively as he just cleared waivers. We'll see you on Wednesday, buddy boy. And now the Bears have a good problem to have. They have fresh, healed, healthy bodies ready to go. And who knows when Sam Ennis gets back. Mm Mm-mm. So we're taking on the Syracuse Crunch, who wear their lovely blue jerseys. They're absolutely lovely Tampa Bay Lightning blue. Mwah! Love it. Thank God they're not wearing those black jerseys. But they go at it. And Syracuse, this has got to be a win for the Bears. It's a back-to-back, but Syracuse comes down from I-81. That's a four-hour drive. I've done those. It's not pretty. And the Bears take it to the crunch early, pushing pushing the action. I love this response by the Bears. No reason to lose this, lose this game. No reason. No refunds. No survivors. Sorry, don't know where that came from. But the but the fourth line gets going for the Bears. And I really like Riley Sutter getting back into this. Henrik Rybinski down low. All out in front to Beck Mountain is all alone. He scores! Big, beefy Beck scores! Who left him in front? Doesn't matter. Beck Malenstein, first back with the Bears, gets it in his first. And the Bears are up or up. one nothing. Yes, world! Henrik Rybinski with the sixth assist of the season. Riley Sutter, his fourth. Good job, lads. And that, that's the start that you wanted. The Bears get the hitch in their giddy-up, get on it, and get going. And it's a bit of a slow Sunday start for the boys as both teams only mustering 11 shots in the first. And, and they're even 6-5 in shots. But the Bears were the better squad with the bit of the legs in them. And we get into the second. And the Bears pressing a little bit bit more. Alexi Protoss banks off the boards. Connor McMichael gets in. Comes in all alone. Deeks backhands. It scores! Connor McMichael does Thunderkin. Finally gets a breakaway goal on his fourth attempt. Connor McMichael, seventh of the season. Alexi Protoss. His first point as a Bear. 2-0 Bears. Awesome. Yes. We're going to take this team. We're going to beat them. I've been waiting for a nice game where we can just lay back. And in comes Syracuse. Throws in front and they score. Jack Finley. Who? Jack Finley. Who? Assisted by Gabriel Front Frontier? Fourth tier, and assist to Philippe Philippe Myers. <laughs> Philippe Myers, you might remember him from such team as 
the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. You know, during their 15, 16, 17, 18 run. Yeah, that guy. 2-1 Hershey. Okay, he's okay, guys. We got this. The Bears come in on the next play. Mike Scarbosa, it's a three-on-one. Scarbosa shoots, he scores! 3-1! No! No! No goal! Waved off! What? Penalty on Ethan Frank? Oh, he interfered on the way in. He interfered on the shot with the defenseman. So, no. No. Doesn't count. Crud. And the Bears go to the power play. Can't get anything in. Big shocker. But after that, the boys, they're still not letting up on Sarah. On Syracuse. Ayero throws it down to Frank. Throws it into Scarbosa. Wide open in the slot. He scores! Gets it back! The hockey gods reward him! He gets it back! Mike Scarbosa looks at the ref and goes, That one counts. <laughs> Mike Scarbosa is 11th of the season. Ethan Frank, his 10th assist. Vinny Iorio, his 10th assist. Shh. Vincent Iorio is having a really good assist season. Shh. So far. Bears up 3-1. Awesome. Late power play for the Bears as Ryan Jones sits down for for interference. Ethan Frank along the boards to Alexi Protoss. Throws one in. Scramble in front. Mike Vecchione rebound. He scores! Yes! Power play goal! Mike Vecchione! 4-1 Bears! 4! You know, we've been due for a game where we just score goals. And not have to worry about a thing. Mike Vecchione. 13th of the season. Oh, he's going to be going to Laval in a few weeks. Protoss is second point of the game. Ethan Frank is 11th assist of the season. Power play goal for the Bears. Love all of it. And 4-1. Heading into the third. He's okay, guys. We got this. Hunter Shepard's having a really good game. Oh, I've been waiting for a game like this, but credit to Syracuse who came out flying in the third. Riley Sutter takes a double minor for high sticking, but the Bears able to kill it off with Syracuse taking a penalty. You know, a too many men, a too many men penalty. Their second too many men penalty. And you do that on the power play. No wonder why they're the third most penalized team in the league. Eh, having some fighting majors aren't going to help out with that either. But <clears throat> but we'll be all right. We kill that off. We're fine. We're good. We're good. But the crunch come in. Throw a scramble play in front. Hunter Shepard kicks it out to a what? And he's really out of it. Out of his crease. Wide open. Gabriel Dumont into a wide open net. He scores. Gabriel Dumont. Gets it in, makes it 4-2. Assist to Alex Briere Brule with his 28th assist. 28. No wonder he's in the top five of scoring back in uh, back in December. 4-2 crunch. All right. He's okay. We got this. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> we'll be fine. It's 4-2. It's 4-2. We're good. We're good. We're still the better team. We're still outplaying them. But Syracuse is still pressing, still pushing in, getting in that into that neutral zone. They love to do the, 
that lovely 1-3-1 that Tampa does. Good to know that's still a thing. They do get some end zone time. Darren Radish, Sean Element, long wrister, he scores! 4-3 Syracuse with under seven minutes to play. Why can't we just close out freaking games? Sean Element, his seventh. Darren Radish, his 29th assist. That's why he leads defensemen in scoring. And is fourth overall in the league. Uh, Dylan Carlisle with his eighth assist. Six minutes to go. And it's 4-3. All right. Let's see what you boys do. This team loves adversity. So... You want adversity? Here it is. Here's more adverse for you. Credit to the boys. Credit to them. They did not allow Syracuse a shot in the next five minutes. They pushed the tempo, pushed the puck back into their zone, forcing Maxime Lagans having to play a lot more than what he wanted to in the last five minutes. Breaking up the neutral zone, generating chances. While none got in, it's... Killing the clock. Tick, 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 tick. Five minutes. Turns into three minutes. Turns into two. Out comes Lagans, who actually just looks in the slot like, uh, what do I do? Coach, yeah, get over here. Uh, do they have the puck? Shut up and get over here. And even though when Syracuse got the puck in the zone, it didn't, never really felt like they had it. The Bears didn't even really need to get some into the empty net. Clearing attempts. Non-icing. Broken up plays into the zone. Pucks get into the corner. Five seconds left. Out in the shot into the circles. Darren Radish shoot deflection wide. Oh my goodness, that didn't miss by much. Three seconds into the corner. Pinned in. Riley Sutter. Two, one, win. That's the end of the game. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Syracuse. And oh my God, we're at it. Gabriel Dumont cross checks Riley Sutter and the and everybody. Gloves, sticks, Sutter just wailing away at a... At, is it Gabriel Dumont? Who cares? Crunch players comes in. Yard sale, gloves and sticks. Guys clutching at each other. Guys barking at each other. Fans pounding on the boards. Philippe Myers. And I can see it, even among the horn. F you! Screw you! But... Gentlemen's game. Gentlemen's game. Fans pounding the glass. Myers... You, you, and is he is he telling off the fans? <laughs> uh, you can take a, uh, you can take him out of Lehigh, but you can't take the Phantoms out of Philippe Myers. <laughs> Skates off, and Gabriel Dumont and Philippe Myers still mouthing off, and in steps Daddy Micklerath going, "That's it, that's it. I have had enough of your shit." And he's like, he's like a dad who's had a really bad day at work and comes home to see his two kids fighting and the mom in the kitchen just stressed out and he goes, goes, that's it, all right, you, you, I'm separating you two. You, go to your room. You, corner of the living room. You're not, you're gonna stop yelling. You're gonna go do your homework. Your mom's making spaghetti and she's crying. Both of you, knock it off. And Nickelrath just, Barking, yelling at Dumont, having none of this. Meanwhile, Hunter Shepard's having high fives like, good game, bro. How's it going? Yeah, guys all right? Yeah, we're cool. Yeah, all right. And credit to Lagans who just skated off like, F this crap. We lost. I'm out of here. 
I'm out geese, as the kids like to say. And Dylan Mickroth, he ain't letting up. He's yelling. He's barking. I don't know what he's saying. He's saying scoreboard. But like I said, daddy, it's one of those, like, daddy's in one of those moods. And Mickelrath ain't going to have any of it. And we play these guys in two months up at Onatoga County War Memorial. Mm-mm-mm. But good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Syracuse. Bears win it 4-3 to three the final. Three stars of the game. Alexi Protoss with two assists gets third. Big Beck, second assist with the first goal of the game. Mike Scarboso with the first star with the eventual game winner. Good job by the boys. A little close for my liking, but a great bounce back game on a game you should win. You maybe needed to win a little bit, but this is what I wanted out of the guys. This is the response that we wanted. And guess what? Providence fell to Utica up in Rhode Island. And the Bears were able to get their number one spot back once again. Because at the time of this recording, the Bears are number one with 49 points leading the Atlantic. Providence behind them um, with 47 as we are nearing the halfway point of the season. Nearing the halfway point. Hmm. Methinks I need to contact someone over the next week or two. Anyway, uh... Charlotte in third with 39 points. Wilkes-Barre in fourth with 37. Still Dustin Tokarski-less. Bridgeport Islanders on a 10-game losing streak. Dear God. Um, With 35 points. Springfield also with 35 points. Lehigh with 34. And Hartford with 30 in dead last. So it's Hershey-Providence, but then everybody else. Ooh, three through six is going to be a tough slog of a fight. But good job on the boys keeping it, keeping the the winning ways going and uh, building up um, quite a bit of a cushion as we'll have a lot of roadies coming up once we get through this month. Over in the north, Toronto leads with 46 points, followed by Utica, who's turned the season around at, with 40 points, Rochester with 38 Belleville with 33 points. Hi, Troy. Uh, Just a question, Troy. Have you renewed your lease out there in your apartment there in Belleville? Just asking for a friend. Uh, Syracuse with 31 points. Laval also with 31. And the Cleveland Monsters with 29. So the Bears were inching closer to the halfway point of the season. And good to see the boys just hanging around that top one and two spots and just great stuff. And with more healthy reinforcements on the way, we'll make a very interesting week for the boys. So on tap for the Bears this week is that we have a Wednesday night game as those no good, dirty, filthy, rotten, Wilkesbury, Scranton, baby penguins come to town Wednesday night to take on the Bears. Another dollar dog night. Woo. And, um... Should be a good crowd there on a Wednesday night home game. Uh, This weekend, we double deep dip, double dip against the Springfield Thunderboids as Friday night is first responders night. Hometown hero, but first responders night. And, oh, it's cowbell night. Oh, darn. I have to work. Oh, no. Poor me. He says wearing the sarcasm hat. And Saturday 
is the Chris Bork Retirement Night Jersey Auction Mini Banner. Lots of great stuff. Get to Giant Center early as doors open at 445. The following week sees the Bears go on the road for our Canadian roadie as Friday we will be in Laval, Quebec and Saturday in Belleville, Ontario, Canada. We got a good healthy road slate and to uh, near the end of the month as we double dip against Phantoms on a Wednesday and a Saturday night. Might be there at the Electrodrome and we close out the month against the Bridgeport uh, Islanders. But it is Teddy Bear Toss Night and we'll deal with that when the time comes. So... That'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast this week. Good, healthy Capitals news. Lots of stuff to talk about. Good podcast this week, everyone. Um, On a programming note, uh, not this coming week, but the following one, the weekend of the 20th and 21st, I myself am hitting the road for a NHL road trip. Uh, We're hitting four NHL cities in four days. Columbus, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, weather permitting, and New Jersey. If it doesn't work out with Buffalo, we could be heading to Long Island to UBS Arena. So, there will be no Friday face-off on the 20th. And uh, that week, we're most likely going to look at and do a mid-season report. Like I said, I probably need to get a hold of somebody to be able to talk about the Bears that week. So, we will get to the recaps of those games, but... um. Just a travel weekend, and we'll see how that all shakes out. So thank you to all of you for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast this week here on the Hockey Podcast Network. Get out there and enjoy the hockey because we're at the midway point of the hockey season at the end of this month, and it'll be gone before you know it. My name's Richard Blosser, and I'll catch you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020 to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Go Bears!